0: from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, we are here, as Ernie may say, to ignite your brand. And we're with Ernie Harker here. Excited to have him be your first time on the show. He's on the Zoomcast and the podcast from Draper, Utah. Welcome today. How are you?
1: I am doing awesome, Jill. Thanks for having me. Well,
0: pleasure to have you here. So, Ernie, uh, the name of your company is Earnburn Communications... Great. You are a professional speaker and uh, so much more. Let me have you introduce yourself to start.
1: That sounds good. Sounds good. I started as an illustrator. So, my background is illustration. You can see, for those people who are watching this, they can see right above here is like a little airplane. A Gun
0: type thing. Illustration. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's got a little pinup girl right there.
0: Oh, I can't but, see uh, that part. Okay. It's teeny tiny. You can see. Right
1: there. Okay. Yeah. On the wing. Okay. Yeah. A little I... mechanic. She's like a little cute mechanic girl from the World War II era.
0: Awesome. Um, awesome.
1: But anyway, I started as an illustrator. Okay. Uh, I started. To, I, I worked for an ad agency, a really big, awesome ad agency in Salt Lake City, and I started my own business. That evolved into graphic design, animation. Oh my gosh! Website design, and then branding. I landed a fantastic client that we rebranded, turned into like a $3 billion company. And I worked with them for about 15 years. Part of that time was uh, they hired me full time to be their executive director of marketing. And then in that role, I was asked to present on like how we transformed this convenience store brand. And I loved presenting and I'm like, let's do this. And so wrote a book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to
1: do it. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, okay, yeah. As an author as well, uh, by the way, what is it called? Your Brand Sucks.
1: That's right. That's the name of the book. Your Brand Sucks.
0: Awesome. Hold on. <laughs> and by the way, we got to establish your website, Ernburn, yep. com. That's right. And any other form of contact for our listeners before we continue? Man, the
1: best way. I do a lot of content on LinkedIn. Yep. So, definitely jump on LinkedIn. And there's. There are very few Ernie Harkers in the world. Now, don't look for Bernie Parker. He (laughs) always gets my dinner reservation.
0: (laughs) Does that happen all the time? It must. Yeah, All the
1: time. All the time. Bernie Parker, table for two. I'm like, that's me.
0: Good enough. Close enough. Oh, my goodness. Well, so excited to have you here. And again, you're here to help those ignite their own brand and really mm-hmm. get that kick in the business uh, in their keynote or strategy. And you're also a speaker, author, you mm-hmm. name it, you do it. Uh, there's so much to you. So let's talk a little bit about what brought you here. Before we get to like the meat and potatoes of the show, I want to know more about you in particular. where did you yeah. grow up? Uh, mm-hmm. And I know about your marketing career. So tell me a little before this started.
1: Oh, my gosh. you're gonna You're going to die. So I grew up in Southeast Idaho, nowhere land, Chubbuck, Idaho. Okay. Okay. I've got eight brothers. I'm the middle of nine boys, no sisters. Oh, my goodness. So people are now going, okay, this kid is going to grow up dysfunctional
0: mm-hmm.
1: or going to change the world. So I'm on changing the world part, but uh-huh. um, so I grew up in this uh, little town in Idaho and I wanted to, as a kid, I liked to draw. And I wanted, you know, I love Disney. I wanted to be a Disney animator. I watched The Wonderful World of Disney every Sunday night mm-hmm. with like religiously. It was like, it was like church to oh me. Oh my
0: goodness, and, yeah.
1: And, uh, but as a, as a middle kid of these many, this many boys, it's hard to get a little bit attention. And so anything that someone notices, you're like, oh my gosh, I got some attention. And so people would notice that I, I could draw pretty good. And... So I'm like, oh my gosh, someone notices me. I'm going to do more drawings, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, my mom finally uh, carried out her thread of throwing out the TV. It, like, she's like, you kids, you're not doing enough chores or whatever. I get
0: right? it. I get so, it.
1: So out goes the TV. But then in comes this opportunity, this vacuum. Now, I, like, I love sports, but you don't sports. you don't do sports all day. But that mm-hmm. in that vacuum of no TV, no cell phone, I poured myself into drawing, and I want to learn like, not just draw for fun, but really learn anatomy, learn like. And this is me as a twelve-year-old kid. Yeah. And so I poured myself into that, and I became really good. That illustration uh, passion uh, evolved, kind of led me into the advertising and marketing. I didn't follow. My dream of, of being a Disney animator mm-hmm. because I got I got kind of recruited to work for an ad agency that showered this emotional praise onto this kid. You know, this this uh, this young college uh, student who was like, somebody loves me and thinks my art Aww. is so cool. I mean, it, that that's where it kind of came from okay. that, that my little journey.
0: Beautiful. Well, it's important because we all have our own journeys and mm-hmm. glad you're here to establish that. It's important to find out who we're speaking to. And yeah. um, I know you want to talk today a little bit about how to redefine uh, success in a sense, right? Yeah. And talk yeah. about the importance of branding. So let's you begin. Bet. Jill,
1: Jill, I, you obviously are a high achiever, oh, right? oh,
0: I'm just a mom with a six and eight year old. That's all I say. But thank Whatever.
1: you. Whatever. <laughs> but you, you don't get into the position you're at without having goals without working really hard to yes. reach those goals. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm very, very similar. I'm an entrepreneur, author. I'm like, I'm always chasing. Um, and I'm not sure if it was like part of my, my growing up of wanting to feel important.
0: Of course. Of course. Everything like, comes from our childhood. Our childhood yeah. trauma defines us good and yeah. bad. It makes us who yeah. we are. We all have a story. Absolutely. Yep. That,
1: that, that's our clay yeah. that we get to use to, yeah. to, to model. But So I was in the middle of um, writing my book, by the way, like I've got, I've got ADD and like most hyperactive people, right? Uh So writing a book was like chasing millions of word cats into a paragraph. Like I couldn't write linearly. I had literally, I've got monitors by the way, one, two, three, four, five. I've got five monitors Uh here. I have chapters open on each screen and as I'm writing, an idea comes and if I don't Capture it; it's gone. You'll
0: forget it. I get. Yep. Uh huh.
1: So I grab it and I start working on this chapter, and then oh, I'm, here's another chapter, and so I'm basically spinning Amazing. all these plates. Uh
0: huh.
1: Finally, finally get this uh, book to a point where I can see, like literally hundreds of hours, hurting these word cats. Finally, get to a point where I think this is going to actually come together. And I decided now's the time for me to do a little bit of book cover design research.
0: Well, that you could because, do easy because you're the right? illustrator. Oh, yes. totally. By the way, I'm noticing your brand, your logo on your hat and your shirt, yeah. by the way, designed by Ernie himself, I'm assuming. Of All right, course. cool, cool, cool. Well,
1: <laughs> so I'm like, I'm writing this book and doing some research on brand book covers. And I'm on Amazon. I'm just doing image searches and stuff. And I realized, man, there are a ton of books on branding. Now, I've read a bunch of them. But the more I was doing this research, the more I realized you know, that this, this voice inside my head that I have been challenged with my whole life said, Ernie, does, does the world really need another book on branding? Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to buy your book. No one's going to read it. And so, and then he says, this little voice goes, everything else you've done has been a failure. What makes you think this will be any different?
0: Mm.
1: And what's what, and I had been thinking a lot about all of my achievements, all of my successes that other people would look at as successes, I always define them as failures because they didn't meet my desire. Your desire, exactly. your
0: expectations, exactly. your wants, desires. Is that, yep. you were, it was for everyone else and there, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing the, the forest in a, in a view of like failures, right? Mm-hmm. And so I fall into this seriously major depression. Mm-hmm. I stop writing my book. And one of my colleagues, I was an executive at the time at uh, a convenience store chain that I was working on. And one of the, one of the uh, executives noticed that I was not my energetic effervescent self. And he's like, dude, what is wrong? What dude, you're something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I basically projectile vomited all of my failures all over him. Mm -hmm. And I listed out my failures. The Iron Man I did took me 16 hours Mm -hmm. instead of 14. And this book did this and this tv show mm-hmm. i did this and then and he's like looking at me like i'm i've got three heads
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he and he says well, wow. did you get credit for trying uh-huh. but what's weird is like <clears throat> i've been an athlete a lot of my life and if you're if you're a highly competitive athlete and somebody tells you hey dude it's just a game <laughs> okay that is not what you, you want to hear. hear no
0: Mm-mm. no
1: but and that's kind of what i would normally have it, it, oh, you get credit for trying is like this.
0: Not everyone can win.
1: Right. Not everyone can win. It's like, you know what? Not everybody wins. So just think of yourself as a trier. And I'm like, <laughs> like, but what's uh-huh. weird is in that, in that phrase, in that little moment, some, uh, something clicked in my head. I had been so focused on outcomes that I completely disregarded the process and the effort. And I thought, well, what if like writing my book, I do, I don't have any control of whether or not it becomes an international bestseller,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? But I have 100% control whether or not I write it,
0: yeah.
1: right? And I thought, what if I just redefine success to be what I can control,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That way I can guarantee success because I have control over it. So I thought, okay, um, I'm going to create a plan, crush the plan, mm-hmm. and then celebrate crushing the plan. Yeah. If it doesn't meet my desired outcome, just create a new plan, crush the new plan. I, eventually you would get whatever outcome you want because you know, you can stick to and crush your plan. Mm-hmm. And so that new kind of realization wow. helped me rewiring
0: to, like, of your brain.
1: Totally. Yeah. Totally rewired my brain. I mm-hmm. finished my book and I didn't sell bazillions of copies, but, but I got some really good feedback, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, success. Now, if I want to sell a million copies, I just need to create a plan and then Keep on working on that plan and stuff. Yeah. So it it kind of, it took me out of a, a sense of um, living a life of failure with little blips of successes, like, blip, mm-hmm. I made my goal. But for someone like you and me and a lot of entrepreneurs and businessmen out there, they go, I'm going to reach this goal. So they work like crazy. And then they finally reach that goal. And then how long lived is that success? Yeah, It's like, blip. And then they go back to finding a new goal and their failures until they meet the new Mm -hmm. goal. I'm like, no way. I'm going to live a a success every day. And it's been awesome. Well,
0: you changed your mindset, which is super important. A lot of us don't understand the power and the concept of mindset. So going from a Debbie Downer, right? Yep, to yeah. all focusing on the negative and negative To if you can really mentally create it uh you could do it and it's yeah. positivity and i am so excited to get to talk to you because i mean all you do and um you know well i, I can't commend you on anything because i i i can but it's not going to be good enough to you it's only how you perceive it right where well, you know how we, we, we are right our high uh, but I high crave, achievers crave i crave, it?
1: I um, crave little I, bits of like
0: Dude, you're awesome. awesome." I'm like, oh my
1: gosh. That's but
0: like... hey, the, Can I just ask, where where, where, yeah. where are your brothers? Where's your family? I mean... G- oh my gosh. God bless um, your parents for having nine of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I was supposed goodness. to be Valerie. Oh my goodness. My twin goodness. brother was supposed to be... Big. I think my mom after like three or four three. boys was going, okay, I have
0: got to have a ha- girl. It has to happen. A girl. And she just... Oh my god! And it's
1: like, okay, if I have six boys, then absolutely this there sucks. has to be a girl, right? Cause she was all about. She grew up in Southeast Idaho mm-hmm. in a little tiny place called Shelley, Idaho. There, I'm telling you, their their school, high school mascot was the russet potato.
0: Oh my goodness, how cute!
1: It isn't that. Well, so she grew up very homemakery. Yeah. Not they did not have money, mm-hmm. and so she sewed, she mm-hmm. cooked, and she wanted to share that um, experience that those uh, skills to her children. And she was thinking that she needed to have girls to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. She created cooking monsters in my twin brother and I. We, and we still passionately cook. I bake bread probably once or twice a week.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. I cook, I, I make cookies. I like making food. I love the kitchen. I, um, and my mom instilled in that this passion for for cooking. I also learned to sew. Like how many dudes? Yeah, know how to like, dude. I can put a button on. I can. I can sew a backpack. I remember making my own pair of jeans. Wow. Like, so my mom was able to uh, to create this or, or, or share this passion for her loves to boys, mm-hmm. and it didn't require girls, and I didn't have to be called Valerie.
0: That's awesome. I get it. I get it. Oh my goodness. But they're yeah. all <laughs> over
1: the place. My brothers. You ask, where are your my brothers? So I've got. It's crazy. My dad was an accountant who worked for the man his whole life, Uh right? Darren has his own business. Sean has his own business. Maurice has his own business. Emil, my twin brother, own business. Ernie, own business. Uh, Lance doesn't have his own business. Uh, Matthew passed away. Matthew was hit and killed Mm -hmm. by a drunk driver. So I'm not really happy with drunk drivers. Clearly. And then Joe owns his own business and Gary owns like, we're all entrepreneurs. Amazing. And my dad. people ask my dad, how did you create all these entrepreneurs, highly driven entrepreneurs? And my dad goes, he says, I never told them no, and they couldn't do it. And I gave them, if ever they want to do something, I tried everything I could to help them. And my mom yeah, was the same special. way.
0: That's amazing. Yep. That says a lot. Yep. It really does, because yep. not everybody has great parents, great uh, role yep. models in their lives, and that could affect them in the future. And uh, but again, we all have yes. our childhood traumas that bring us to where we are and who mm. we are. And look at you. Yeah. So now you're here. On by the way, is your brother identical or is he fraternal? Yes, he's
1: an identical, and he is like, he is an amazing marriage and family therapist. Really? Like he is so good. And. So he lives about 45 minutes north of me. Mm-hmm. He typically keeps a, a beard, like a short beard, because he wants, you know, that, the Distinguished. image. Distinguished. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, right? yeah it's I want to be youthful and energetic, so that's part of my, my <laughs> like brand. I'm
0: shaving every day. I'm laser. That's right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but when I go up to, um, to uh, it's called uh, Leighton, uh, Leighton, Utah.
0: Okay.
1: Um, if I'm up there. Like on my way up to see him, I'll go to a grocery store and I'll grab some ice cream for dinner or whatever. And I can't tell you how many times someone comes up to me and says, Emil, thank you for saving my marriage.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And I'm like, I appreciate, I'm not Emil, but I will let him know.
0: (laughs) But I'm sure when you were younger, you did the whole... You're so welcome anytime. It was my pleasure, <laughs> right? That must have been I fun. That yeah. must have been fun Nailed growing it. up. Of course. So um, it's, it's cool. Wow. Okay. So we gotta talk about your professional career more, of course, all yeah. you doing to help us. And then also, I mean, you are like a serious climber traveler, like you've done yeah. I'll let you continue. So where did you want to 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 you know go next? Mike? Oh my gosh. There's so much. One of the things I
1: love about podcasts, I honestly, most of the time I get asked questions about like my profession, my skills and stuff like that. And there are other podcasts that have that. But I love talking, uh, but I like listening to podcasts. I want to listen to about like the journey. Mm-hmm.
0: The, it's the time, like it's the Miley get, Cyrus exactly. song. It's not about when yeah. you get there. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and I've, I've always pursued passions where I can push myself. Like I, uh, during COVID, uh, like in March, like when things got really shut down and yep, stuff, I'm like, yeah. I want to get really, really good in front of the camera. Because I'd been directing, and I had been on the other side of the camera a little bit. Well, I want to get really good at communicating on camera. And so I started a YouTube channel that teaches kids how to draw. Mm-hmm. And um, so my my son at the time, he was like 10. And the stuff that he liked to watch on YouTube was like super cringy to me.
0: Oh, yeah. My kids do it now. Mm-hmm. Kids do
1: that. And like I... So... I thought, in order for me to keep someone's attention his age, what would I need to do? And so I turned into... Hold on.
0: (laughs) This is great. I love it. Wait a sec. Come on. Talk about branding.
1: (laughs) Hey, kids. This is sketchy. Let's draw something together. Today, we're going to learn how to draw a silly squirrel. Uh... Like...
0: It was so stinking fun. Oh my God. Congrats. Wait, I see. This. I didn't know this part about you either. Yeah. Wow. So, Sketchy is your YouTube name.
1: Sketch dash E. And, but what was cool is like, I just wanted to, um, to, to develop a property mm-hmm. that allowed me to, to use my illustration skills. Wow. And keep people's attention and stuff. But, uh, So I did 109 videos. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: Each video took me about five hours to do. And, uh, but I loved it because I, I started as an illustrator and I was so, I loved, uh, like Bob Beeson was my junior high school teacher, my art teacher. He threw kerosene on my fire that just ignited me because he had like this, he loved drawing superheroes and and cool stuff mm-hmm. that I like to do too, and he noticed that I had uh, kind of a, a skill set and, a, and a, an interest in that. And I thought, can I be a Bob Beeson to someone, some kids? And YouTube you allows me that platform to um, excite uh, and, and, and uh, ignite the this uh, this drawing um, and imagination in kids. Amazing. And I think there is nothing better. Like seriously, all it takes is a pencil. Mm. You can afford a pencil. Yeah. You can afford a piece of paper.
0: Yeah.
1: Not everybody can afford a piano.
0: True. Very right. True. So if you're gonna, Music if you want to do yeah.
1: something, man, you can draw, and it's so cheap to do, and it's so, um, like, therapeutically, it, it it helps encourage imaginative thinking, creative thinking, in anything you do yeah like you could be a writer an attorney or whatever but if you can sketch Wow. It, it increases your okay. ability to see things
0: yeah well I didn't, I haven't mm-hmm. looked you up as sketchy yet but okay. my son is obsessed with penguins he's six the other day he went yeah. to YouTube and he's always looking at all these YouTubers you know performing their magic yeah. illustration of how to draw a penguin so we sat uh-huh. down and we did a few basic yeah. you know I'm no artist neither is he but um, so it, that is a great concept because I'm like these, these yeah. people are great they're sitting there it's so simple just to show you how to draw just copy it's like you're just following everything they do yeah. but um Yeah, but I didn't see any characters like you. That's definitely unique. I'm going to look that up for sure. Are you still still sketchy? It's a
1: little cringy. Are you still doing... I haven't. So here's something that's kind of cool about this, uh, about branding. I'm going to kind of like pull it back into branding a little bit. So so here I am, a branding expert, having fun as a illustration teacher Mm -hmm. with this wacky character. And um, I have at the end of a year, because I wanted like... I was consult- i had been consulting with uh, brand consulting with a, a YouTube channel mm-hmm. that had millions of subscribers. That could, mm-hmm. and so I'd talk to them occasionally about my channel, get some a little free advice from my channel, of course. And um, they said you need to just crank for a year. Yeah. Don't worry about anything, statistics or anything. Just be consistently putting once a week or so a video up. And um, so at the end of the year, I did an analysis. And then I did a comparative analysis for other channels that are similar to me and I found that after 109 videos I had about 4000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Not terrible, right? But of all my competition, I was 1% of what they were getting.
0: Wow.
1: So the the person who had so I did a whole spreadsheet oh and there's God. a there's a um there's a tool you can use, you can buy, it's called TubeBuddy and TubeBuddy gives you the the back, you know, the back of the office insights into everybody else's channels, Mm -hmm. how many views, how many subscribers, how many hours are watched. And my closest competitor to me with 79, I think videos produced in the past eight months had 400,000 subscribers Wow! and I had 4,000. And I'm thinking something's broken. Like, uh-huh. right, what, what's, am, am I am I not appealing? Am I not talented mm-hmm. enough? That of little voice that, inside the my the head. failure
0: comes to yep. mind, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: And so um, I decided I could give up and learn nothing or spend some money on a YouTube expert and get some advice. So Daryl Eves is like a YouTube, like if you want to know anything about YouTube, Daryl Eves wrote the, literally wrote the book on it. Okay. $780 in one hour. So he's expensive. In 10 minutes, he told me what was wrong with my channel. He said, Ernie, it's obvious to me. He says, you have no customer focus. And I was like, what are you talking, you know who I am? Uh, uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a branding expert, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right? And, and he said, well, let's let's look at your thumbnails. It's super easy to see. And he said, the YouTube algorithm works like this. If an audience, a, a member of your the YouTube community, watches sequential videos of yours, they identify the common character traits of that, the viewer traits of that customer, and then they promote it to similar profiles. Okay. Okay? So what you want is a profile to consume sequential videos of yours. Ooh, I Uh, like this one, I'm gonna watch the next one. And so YouTube goes, there's a hot commodity here. Let's make because what they want is more people watching it, right? Yeah. Of he course. said, the problem with yours is your content and your character. Hey, guys, let's draw something together, you know, wacky said that the the character is very appealing to a juvenile kid, True. you know, six to ten years old.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: The content that they'd want to draw, and this is can be applied to business too, right? Who's your audience? Who is your customer? the The, the stuff that you sell that customer needs to be consistent and appealing to that Matt. customer, right? He said, you draw a baby chick. It's super cute, love it, perfect. The next video you show is how to draw an anime character.
0: Wow, okay. that is,
1: mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the next mm-hmm. level, right? That's, that's the 16, 14, 15, 16 year olds. Got and it. then you draw a realistic spaceship, the six to 10 year old is going to be, no, I can't watch that. Mm-hmm. And so you're basically switching it up or you're, you're, you're making it very difficult for your, your oh, audience nice. member that loves your stuff to watch sequential videos. Got so it. YouTube does not want to promote your stuff to anybody Got because it. nobody's watching sequential stuff.
0: Wow. You just taught me something and I, oh my I gosh. all this, but that's also part of branding and what yep, you do. And you're. You
1: I'm learning and I still screw up. It's I'm a branding
0: okay. expert
1: and I still screw up. But um, because of that realization, yeah, it forced me to choose who my target was. Wow. And like one of the things I learned was, okay, if you want to target uh, tweens and teenagers, you really need to know what's going on in the, the popular media. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to yeah, do that. No, no. I, too much time,
0: too much effort yeah. at this point. Yeah, you got I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, we only have three minutes left. I, I, okay. can, <laughs> I, I mean, we got a great conversation going and I know yeah. we're going to talk more, but there's so much to you, to what you do. Yeah. And I love that because you you didn't, take this time to speak everything about you, you, you. what you, we got your backstory, yeah. got to know you on a personal level yeah. with your family, with your background, I mean, as an illustrator, which is so important yeah. to, I think, get to know someone. Uh, and there's always time to talk about exactly what you do and why yeah. our listeners and viewers uh, would want to hire you, right? Um, yeah, we, can so,
1: ha- we can do that later.
0: Yeah, And your later. bugs, don't forget, they're on Amazon right. too. Um, yeah. So, okay, hold on. So, in our last two minutes together, let me just yeah. ask you, what do you want to share with everyone to sum up for today. And then uh, I could imagine how you are really on fire on that yeah. stage as a speaker. <laughs>
1: well, thank you. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, if, if Two things. If if you need, if you're in an uh, organization that hires speakers for entrepreneurs, small businesses, things like that, got to look me up. Mm-hmm. Like I light the crowds on fire. The second thing is just follow me on LinkedIn. It's a great way because I post stuff almost every day little nuggets of branding. I do a brand critique. Um, So follow me on LinkedIn and uh, stay in touch.
0: Perfect. Well, remind us how we could reach you. First of all, tell us all the forms of contact.
1: Okay. The easiest way. So obviously LinkedIn, Ernie Harker. There are not very many Ernie Harkers in the world. (laughs) So you can find me easily there. And then uh, my website is um, earnburn.com. E-R-N-B-U-R-N. Dot com and then my email address is me at earnedburn com. I love talking to people. You know, you can just send me an email and say, hey, can I just talk to you for 15, 20 minutes? I'll do it. And I'll talk. I'll 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 kind of critique your brand or whatever. It's just my passion and I make plenty of money as a consultant. Just I just want to help more people.
0: Awesome. Ernie, awesome helping people out here the way you do. Ernie Harker, pleasure to speak with you today. Looking forward to My our uh, other shows again. And thank you for the backstory. And I can't wait to look up sketchy. Um, <laughs> it's sketchy, right? You said two yep. E's? Ske- Sketch
1: dash E. Got it. Sketch dash E. Yep. Okay,
0: perfect. Thank you so much. You have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. More the show is on the way. <laughs> Casting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers.
1: Day to day, simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps, or have somebody do it for me. What scares me the most is just the falling. When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's it's crucial. Home for Our Troops is a wonderful nonprofit that builds a mortgage-free, fully adaptive, handicap-accessible house, and there's no catch.
0: It'll be our very first home that we've ever owned. This is a game changer. This is where your life begins again. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives.
1: Because of you, everything's going to be okay.